You're listening to the Townsville Chamber cast. Essential information, ideas and news that matters to the business community of Townsville. Does trying to figure out workplace health and safety make your brain melt? Well, Bruce Irvine from Safety Hut has the solution for you. Join Ross and Bruce as they talk about the Safety Hut platform and how implementing it in your business could save you time and headaches. Welcome, Ross and Bruce. Thanks, Claire. And um, yeah, it is a very interesting topic we've got uh, Bruce in to, to chat with us today about because this affects all businesses, big and small. Um, probably the bigger end of town is probably a little bit more adapted to this, but obviously there are obligations. We've seen some law changes come into place in relation to, to workplace health and safety. Um, and it's really pleasing to get someone like Bruce in the studio. Uh, it's not a not a topic that we all want to talk about, but it's definitely a talk, topic we have to talk about. Uh, welcome, Bruce, and welcome to Townsville Chambercast. Thanks very much, Ross. Yeah, so, so uh, look, Bruce, I've, our journey together, I only met you last year. You came in, you talked all this OH&S uh, stuff to me, and I, you know, you often say that people glaze over when they talk about OH&S, but you... You definitely did approach it differently. You explained it to me differently. And, and now you've got a bit of an exciting product here with um, with Safety Hut. And I thought, what a great opportunity to to sit down and have a have a quick chat with you and, and sort of tell our members a little bit what you're doing here locally. Excellent. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to passing on the info. Yeah, awesome. All right, so so I guess if we can start off with some safety laws and and, and how they're affecting business, because there has been some changes in this uh, in this space, hasn't uh, there? Definitely. Is, um, and a lot of people aren't aware that uh, that the requirements sort of jump legislation. If you put the books down in front of you, uh, as you, I always say, the, your eyes glaze over. So um, the Workplace Health and Safety Act and regulation uh, that, that follows the model workplace health and safety legislation uh, that was put together in Canberra, um, came into, we were the first uh, state to adopt it in Queensland in 2011. Uh, prior to that, all the different states had different legislation. Um, and of course, for, for larger organisations, it was quite difficult to comply. So it, it simplified. And up until recently, um, all states are now have adopted this model workplace health and safety legislation apart from Victoria. Um, in addition to that, we've got our own building fire safety regulation that came in in 2008. Um, and that's because there were some significant uh, um, fires like Whiskey A Go Go and Childers, you know, that, that contributed to them analysing what we had in place. And they came out uh, with a, a great legislation uh, that guided us in the requirements and what we needed to do. We've got things like 11 points of instruction to do and things like that. Um, and that bounces off workplace health and safety where there's an obligation to plan for all emergencies. So one of them is fire and evacuation. So that's how they link together. Then you've got codes of practice. So if, if there's a large uh, obligation, uh, things like asbestos or facilities or first aid, there's a code of practice that uh, uh, we have to do or better. Um, and then in, in addition to that, there's things like the National Construction Code and uh, development code. So normally if I'm a fish and chip shop owner or even you know medium to tier one businesses to have someone that can jump all that legislation or have a network that can bring it together or, or at least get pointed in the right direction so it's not so scary is quite difficult. Mm. So cost uh, versus confusion um, makes it quite difficult for, and that um, used to frustrate me uh, when, uh, you know for a long long time um, and um, and uh, over time, I've learned how to, um, <clears throat> to 
to facilitate this information. That's through trial and error, mm. uh, and, be, and and talking to the regulators and making sure they understand that, and talking to my clients and other professionals that I associate with, so I can um, interpret um, these requirements, um, you know, relatively well, rather than just ticking boxes. So. So you, you, I mean, you just summed up. We've only, you know, we're only a couple of minutes in, and you've just, you've just, uh, you've just talked about, um, you know, a, a national scheme coming in. You talk about fire and safety, evacuate. Then you talk about the different codes under that, and you talk about how Victoria haven't done it yet, but everyone else has done. So don't start me on the uh, on the issues of complexities of different state governments in Australia. But you know, we've, I guess, we've identified why small businesses have the problems here is it just the fact that it's too daunting to start is that the scariest part about it i imagine i I like to describe it as um um, as soon as i start talking apart from eyes glazing over it sounds like article b subsection 3 paragraph 2 yes um and it, it doesn't register but if you simplify it down into its basic components uh and all the regulator wants us to do is Anal- uh, uh, sorry, assess for the risk, see what risks. If we use a fish and chip shop, for instance, you've got slips, trips and falls, building fire safety, um, you know, uh, bullying and harassment, and some key things that you need to uh, have looked at. You know, the, generically across all organisations, there's things like bullying and harassment yep. that has to be looked at, uh, ergonomics and so on and so forth. Uh, and then you analyse that, then put controls in place. Um, so for extinguishers, for instance, you have an evacuation sign diagram, uh, an extinguisher that's installed by a, by a prescribed person that gets checked every six months. Um, you, you, you've got to uh, put together some um, policies or procedures. Now, they said they don't have to be great convoluted things. The procedure may come from the fish and chip shop fryer manual, mm-hmm. okay, and you take that bit out. And then uh, you give instructions, sometimes instructions, sometimes training, but the majority of the time you can give instruction. In fact, the building fire safety regulation refers to those 11 points of instruction that I spoke about and um, uh, then implement uh, those controls and monitor and review them. It's as simple as that. But the problem is, is that you may have a bunch of Word documents over here, maybe a video there, uh, and you're good at making fish and chips Mm. um, or making excavators, um, but this is not what you do. And it tends to get fragmented over things where we get a lot of box ticking exercises, if in fact we can find the boxes to tick. Um, and you, it, it's not going to impact on you generally until, uh, you know, hopefully no organisation does. And in Australia, we have a pretty good record with our workplace health and safety. But until there's serious injury or death, uh, and then you're going to have to demonstrate uh, what you've done in, in regards to what I've just said. So, uh, you know, you, you, you're pointing out the legislation. You're pointing out that obviously, you know, businesses have a lot of things to worry about every day, including getting the fish and chips Absolutely. right uh, yeah. and, and, and making sure they've got, they've got happy customers. And I guess um, you, you I've, I've always sort of noticed your passion flowing through when you start to talk about it, even since our earlier meetings. And, and you, were, you were very reluctant to recommend something that, that you hadn't sort of trialled and, and, and checked. And so with Safety Hut, like what you've talked about this complexity and bits here and bits there. Is that what Safety Hut's doing? Is that bringing that all together on a platform? Is that is that what you've started here? Exactly, and, and thanks for mentioning it, is, is over my years. So I started my company in 2010. Yep. Um, and uh, I was a, a late bloomer as far as my um, uh, 
uh, advanced diploma in OHS and, and uh, my other diplomas that I had. Uh, and I went out specifically with my experience over all the years. I mean, I'm ex-military. I spent 28 years in the health system. I left the, the hospitals at the hospital uh, when I was there. I was part of the, their uh, their. Um, uh, I was the assistant security person and the, uh, sorry, the assistant manager and then um, into the, the first fire safety advisor when that position came available uh, for in 2008 and went into safety and then left. And the reason I started the business was because I was so frustrated uh, of, uh, you know, that the, there's bits over here. And this is in my entire working career. And I thought there must be a way of making it work. And I started looking for software that would assist us. And I never found anything. I had a successful business uh, and still do where I was looking after the client and, and doing all the paperwork and things exactly how I've been saying it. And about 12 months ago, I bumped into WorkHub, which is a Canadian software, being a, um, a, uh, a, a Commonwealth country. Um, you know, the, all the systems of law, are, uh, you know, especially workplace health and safety law, are not dissimilar. So the tools within the software uh, can be adapted and utilised the same as we would use them over here. So I put all my legacy clients on the software uh, and they've almost uh, uh, finished adopting it. And I've got um, uh, new clients, uh, as we were speaking about, one just came on the other day. We only mm. started uh, at the beginning of the month. And it does exactly that. It brings all your paperwork, your policies, procedures together. It's got a learning management system that we uh, develop the videos for. There's Canadian ones in there, but we're developed... Uh, you know, with a uh, the the uh, a presenter, and you can have your own background with your own logo on it. Um, uh, you can the your workers can report incidents. There's inspections. There's all all the modules within it are, are part of the package, rather than paying extra. In some cases, um, you know, you get a small package, and then you got to pay extra. So. Yeah, so I mean, as a as a, and I mean, we've done it. We've done it at the chamber. You yeah. uh, you walked us through, and you created the little videos for us, and and you know, um, we got the got the guys to go through the the modules and i guess you know a very office environment so not as not as technical as as some other places but as you say bullying and harassment fire risk you know we we analyze and then we got everyone to tick off to acknowledge that 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 looked at that um but also now i guess we've we've done it once we've got to keep it up to date don't we absolutely and the software does it for you pretty well it, yeah. it reminds us when um um, well, firstly, it'll send a report out. Uh, um, uh, in your position, you're referred to in legislation as the officer of the PCBU, so person in control of the business or undertaking, uh, which is the entity, the chamber. Yep. Um, and the, the, the software will send a, uh, a report out to each worker and a holistic report out to you. In addition to that, uh, the policies and procedures will indicate uh, that they're due for, for renewal. Um, fire safety, for instance, that instruction, which a lot of people don't know, that uh, there's a requirement for those instruction to be refreshed at certain periods. The general evacuation instruction, which most people don't even know it exists, needs to be done every 12 months. Yep. Um, the written plan needs to be in a hard copy, but also can be held digitally off-site and needs to be reviewed every 12 months, uh, and so on and so forth. So uh, the system does that for us, and it really does it in a, a, a um, an easy way where it just has a red-green indicator, okay? So if you if it's green for the officer of the PCBU, your organization's compliant. If it's green for the workers' login, they have a HTML app for the for the uh, uh, your phone or they can log on at home and they can see when their compliance are. So very quickly uh, you get that compliance. And because the software works 
Um, you know, it's quite an appealing software. It works a little bit like social media, the way it glides around. Yep. Um, uh, you know, you get that, that first impression for workers and we want to be able to use it. Uh, and with my guidance and, and enthusiasm, uh, the uptake is pretty good. Um, you know, uh, there's still ongoing education that's needed to make it the importance. But as you bring new people on, and that's all they know, um, you'll find that it's, uh, you know, accepted uh, a lot better. And I know one of the things we talked about, one of the things that I, I guess, was a little bit interested in, because, you know, we have we have a lot of major contracts coming to town. Yep. Uh, towns will sort of, you know, definitely see, you know, defence, obviously a lot with defence, but also, you know, health, and, and we are the epicentre for that up here in northern Australia. Um, th there is major compliance requirements now for, for businesses to, you know, to have these sort of systems in place. And it is pretty daunting. I know, and, and you know, you get that first tender and you, you're doing your capability statement and you've got to have all your... You were saying that's... Um, that's a bit easier with this product. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, and the reason I know that is because uh, for many years I've been doing uh, uh, tenders. I, I helped one, one of my clients get the um, uh, a PowerLink uh, um, job uh, quite a while ago and um, and I helped a, a, another one uh, do some work on the stadium. Yep. Um, uh, so I work with the, uh, you can imagine where the, the you've got the construction people and various people under them and there's obligations on all those officers or PCVUs to consult. Um, and uh, that particular client um, was one of those. So I had to negotiate with the, with the, the safety people and provide the information. This was prior to WorkHub. Mm. Um, so I was pulling things out over here and calculating stuff over there and getting it together. Uh, recently I did one, it took me uh, half an hour. Um, uh, it was a fair size tender uh, in regards to the safety side of it. That's the bit I was doing. Yes. But I could pull the required things out very quickly and demonstrate, uh, you know, what they were after uh, directly out of WorkUp. Yeah, that's – and, I mean, for – you know, it's one of the most daunting things about And I know I've spoken to medium-sized businesses here. They're going, oh, look, I'm only going to have a got one tender this year or, or maybe two just, mm -hmm. just because of the, the workload. And, you know, if you're successful, great, and, and then you've got to deliver. <laughs> Obviously, mm. that's just as hard – but also, you know, you can put a lot of work into these tenders without without success sometimes too. And Absolutely, and, and yes. these are the areas that that hmm. will, will let you down because uh, yeah. because you can't get all that information in a timely manner to hmm. to to be viable to to yeah. be tendering. So, um, you know, you, you did touch on it there before with the serious injury and like there is a very serious side to this and 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 death and some of the new laws that have come in now and so. You know, for businesses, they 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 need to be able to verify, even if they're saying they're doing something, they need verification to, to, to have that in place. Yeah, yeah, and they refer to it now as due diligence. You know, you yep. need to, you can't just have uh, tools all over the place. You need to demonstrate that, that those tools are working. Now, that's a hard thing to do. I, I, I have uh, difficulty in, in making sure that it's done myself. It's the constant thing. You've got to keep working at it. But when you have a tool that makes it simpler, you know, uh, you, you get it all in the one place and you don't have to uh, forget about where you left that Word document or that, you know, uh, a lot of people have a, you know, especially medium-sized businesses, another learning management system that they're paying X amount of dollars a year for, where this thing is all encapsulated. In addition to that, um, because I'm a partner of WorkHub, I'm the first Australian partner, is that uh, they get me uh, and my team. And uh, 
we can give guidance. Uh, we can give extra uh, services uh, if that's what's required, if they want assistance that way. Um, but, uh, but, but there's no cost for guidance. Okay, and uh, and if we don't know it, um, or if I don't know it, uh, I know someone that does. Mm. Um, and I think working together, um, you know, f I truly believe it's now that now time we've got good legislation. I believe I think the workplace health and safety legislation is great. Uh, our particular in Queensland building fire safety regulation is outstanding, but it's just the take up the delivery uh, is difficult. You know, and and because people don't use it all the time. Uh, we could go to most businesses around here and say, what's general evacuation instruction? And they'll look at us with a blank face. Though it's law, um, you have to do it. Uh, and um, yet, yet it's not known. And that's no one's fault uh, bar, um, you know, the way that we approach safety um, historically mm. um, uh, it becomes too hard or too convoluted or, um, you know, uh, people charge too much and so on and so forth. So... If we can simplify it and we can provide the tools, I'm certain uh, that organisations would more than, even if even if they don't uh, take up the product, they, they may take up the idea. Yeah, uh, yeah. And that's that's what I'm driving to. And and I I mean, look, Bruce, you're very passionate about OHS and and safety, but don't don't get depressed. They create all these laws all the time, mate. And we can't <laughs> keep up. So, um, you know, it's uh, the fact that you've actually sat down and tried to align something. So, so what does what does Safety Hut do um, in relation to to a, a new client like if I you know I'm a I'm a small business I'm I'm a medium sized business I'm struggling a bit with the paper everywhere I've got a big tender to do you know how do, how does it work in in relation to that and how long does it take to get onboarded and 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 what does yeah. it cost going forward? Um, they just contact us. You go onto the website and uh, which is safety hut safety uh, make an appointment. Um, and then I make the uh, sit down with you and discuss your business and right. find out what's in there. So you're still getting that you're still getting that touch point with a human oh, being. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think it's a it, it's it's super important. And as Safety Hut grows, as it will, is that we're going to ensure that that's enshrined in the way we do things. Is that that personal connection? And then to start off with, there's a lot of uh, uh, facilitating, getting things happening, and uh, we'll make that as painless as possible. Uh, and and uh, a lot of cases that won't be a fee uh, mm. to set up, uh, and depending on the complexity, but a good majority won't be a fee. Uh, that includes your, your branded videos and things like that. Um, and then uh, our success is is later on, as you you don't need to contact us more often often, and it's just a a, a simple month, monthly fee, uh, and five dollars um, uh, per person or per worker. Um, so if the worker's active. Uh, you pay the $5 a month if you turn them off. Uh, for instance, they leave, um, uh, you, you don't pay the $5. So it can be anywhere from, say, $50 a month plus $5 a person upwards. So that's an interesting point because, you know, a lot of businesses now, they use subcontractors, they use, uh, you know, other ABN holders or coming onto their site or off mm. their site. And, and you don't necessarily want to be paying for them all the time. You, you Absolutely, know, so yeah. th And you've, you've sort of dealt with that issue um, so that you can induct them, you can bring them to a standard of what what the business expects. But then, yeah, if they if yeah. they go away for a month or if they come back on site for three months, then, yeah. then you just clip I mean, them back on. A simple example is um, uh, if I have a um, cleaner come onto my work site and they're a regular person that comes on, there's an obligation on the cleaner and myself to consult as far as the risk bring on. So say the cleaner's bringing their own cleaning fluid on. Mm. Okay, so they have to 
provide us of how they're going to go about doing the cleaning, um, uh, you know, what risks is associated, have they got their SDSs, have they got their public liability, and we've got to collect all that together, and you then have to, or I have to tell them of the risks on this site. So uh, fire and evacuation, and how they're going to get out of it, you know, that general instruction and things like that, and you've got to have evidence of that. Yep. Now, the likelihood of anything happening, those things ever being asked for, is extremely low, Okay. But it's law, uh, and if we simplify it and make it easier, the likelihood of people doing it um, is higher. Yep. Then if something does happen, that unlikely thing, well, you've got those tools together. Now, hopefully, by doing all those things, by de- you know going through the system and understanding it, you're going to reduce, which is the whole aim of workplace health and safety and building fire safety, to avoid and or eliminate that risk anyway. So... By going through the exercise and making the effort to understand, especially when it's simple and you've got a tool that can facilitate that, uh, you may actually achieve the goal of the legislation. Yeah, and that's and yet there's there's no point in having lots of laws if if, yeah, if no one's taking yeah. any notice of them. And you can have, have as many yeah. as to the cows come home and and probably the chamber argues uh, quite a lot that there's probably too many. Yeah. Uh, but but anyway, that's that's a whole a whole um whole different podcast. So. So, look, it's a fascinating product. I mean, I, um, you know, safetyhut.com.au if you want to get on and have a have a quick look at it. I mean, obviously, we we appreciate too. You're a, you're a, you're a member and a supporter of the cha- chamber as well, so we do appreciate you coming in and 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 telling us all things. Oh, why are you so why are you so passionate about this, Bruce? Like, where where did it come from? Like, I mean. Not everyone sits down and reads legislation. I mean, I love it. I love it doing it with the insurance and all that sort of stuff. But, <laughs> but, 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 what what was the driver for you? It, it's sort of uh, been a lifelong thing. I mean, I, I come from low socioeconomic background. I was in in, in a children's home and, and uh, lived in state housing and um, and and I was born in '63. So over time, uh, you know, your safety developed. Um, you know, through a serious injury and death, funnily enough. Yeah. Uh, and when yeah. I was in the Navy, uh, safety was, uh, this is a long time ago, by the way, was pushed, um, you know, so we could still shoot the guns. You know, it, it, the emphasis wasn't, you know, safety, safety. It was to keep the thing running. And then I was in mining, and the emphasis was on digging holes. Yep. Okay. We still had lots, there's lots of laws, um, but the emphasis was on production, which is fair because you don't have, you don't, you don't um, make money, you don't have jobs. Yep. Um, and then, uh, we finally got, uh, I was in health for 28 years and, and, and I had a look at it there. And then when I finally got out and started my own business, I was thinking, we've got all these great tools, but why doesn't it work? Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, every time I started speaking to someone, the first thing, eyes glaze over, um, and Article <laughs> B, Subsection 3, Paragraph 2. And I thought, how can we do it? And then when I bumped into WorkHub, um, you know, the fellow that started at uh, Brian over in, in Canada, um, their argument for putting it together was not dissimilar to the way I have it. And so there was a lot of work to do. So we spent 12 months, uh, you know, because it was never going to come over this neck of the woods. No. Uh, and we developed it and got rid of the idiosyncrasies, date, time issues and things like that um, to kick off. And we kicked off, uh, you know, uh, this month. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I, and it's been great watching your journey as well, because obviously, you know, when you first came in, you were, you were sort of talking about what you were doing but you couldn't you couldn't say too much and we're like oh let's have a podcast about it and you're like no 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 wait wait and um so look i mean it's it's great to finally get you in the room it's great to see you you're kicking off and and getting started and and um you know obviously based here in townsville as well you've 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 brought in a bit of um 
you've brought in a bit of IT and a bit of content, um, but you're not going anywhere. You're based here in oh, the yeah, city. Well, we and intend to grow. We, we, we'll, we, we, we intend to get, you know, obviously as, as we build and, and the potential for this given the uh, similar types of tools that are already out there without, uh, you know, the, the backing that I'm offering is, um, is substantial. So we'll be looking at, um, you know, getting our staff and our staff will be based here. So Yeah, fantastic. Um, uh, we, we, we do have a, an association uh, with an expat in Thailand that does our videos at the moment. Yep. Uh, but the intent is to bring the talent uh, over here. Yes. Yeah, no, fantastic. Well, yeah. mate, look, all the best. I, I hope this little podcast gets out and, and solves a few people's problems and, and uh, you, you get on and, and help them out. And, um, you know, that's what it's all about. It's all about connecting people and, and, and these great great ideas that are that are organically happening here in our community so it's well it doesn't it doesn't uh, cost much to have a chat no exactly uh, right and uh, and if, if you're in townsville um uh, we don't mind a chat so. no but if, if you're in perth too i mean i i got some interesting statistics on this podcast we have just as many listeners in brisbane as we do in townsville yeah, we yeah. have just as many listeners in melbourne that we have because we always give a plug how good the weather is and the <laughs> lifestyle and so we always I'm, always I'm a west australian expat oh yeah, yeah, there you yeah, go yeah, all right yeah. so yeah another one another net yeah. net migration yeah. winner and our first our, our, our first client uh, that, that came on at the beginning of the week is from west australia wow there you go okay yeah, so yeah. um you're conquering conquering all states yeah. um well Thanks very much, Bruce. Thanks very much for your time and uh, and all the best with um, with Safety Hub and um, Safety Hut Hub. <laughs> Bloody hell, I've got hubs <laughs> every time. Those work hub, which yeah, is yeah, yeah, yeah. Work hub uh, safety hut Get on, check it out. Uh, give Bruce a call, and uh, I'm sure he'll talk all section B, <laughs> paragraph C to, and it to the cows. Doesn't cost anything to, to have a chat. Nah, good on you, mate. Thanks. Thanks, Thanks so much guys. for your time. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers, Bruce. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Townsville Chambercast. Remember to subscribe so you're the first to know when new episodes are released. The Townsville Chamber of Commerce would like to acknowledge our corporate partners. James Cook University, 106.3 Star FM, External IT and NQAV for their continued support.